Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Amen. So when you want to go somewhere, you you set your compass or you use your GPS. When you want to go on a flight, this is the big one. I think aircrafts are one of the best teachers there are. If you're in a plane and you're in the clouds or you're in the rain or you're in the fog and you can't see anything, you wouldn't know if you was going to fly into the ground at full speed or not because you can't tell by how you feel. All your feelings mean nothing. It's only the instruments that you fly by when you fly a plane. It's a different license than them little two-seaters you see that buzz around here. It takes a while to become that level of pilot. If you fly by only what you can see, more than likely you won't reach your destination. You have to fly by the instruments. What are the instruments? The instruments are what you, your scriptures is what you use to fly. It's like the law of gravity. If you cooperate with it, you've heard me say this before, you can fly, if you defy it, you will die. You, can't, you have to have a well-calibrated instrument to make decisions. And your level of word and how much respect you give to the word of God will have you, that you will navigate at that level. If you give it 30, 60, and 100, isn't that what Jesus said? If you're a 30% navigator and you only take God serious 30% of the time, you'll have a little bit of success, but you'll have other things in your life that you don't like. 60 or 90 or 100. The closer you get to knowing how to navigate with what he said, the better success you will have. God did not write the laws to keep you from having fun. He tried to keep you from dying. The, the, the scriptures were written so you could make good decisions and you could reach your destination, not because God wanted to control you. That's why I, I like to believe this, and I, I think we could probably if we sat down. I like to believe if you define my sentences, we could go to the Word, and I could back up every thought with some form of Scripture. And I differentiate when it's my opinion. You've heard me say that. Because everything I tell you, this is such a high-level setting to me. This is eternity. We're, we're, we're living eternity here. And the Bible says teachers are going to give a, a very high level of accountability. I should be able to connect what I tell you to the Word. And if I'm just telling you stories and I don't connect it to the Word, I'm making fables and illusions. I have a responsibility, and anybody else who tells anybody anything has a a responsibility to be able to connect what they say to the truth. Remember, whole truth and nothing but used to be in the courtroom, whole truth and nothing but the truth. Because the judge is going to make a big decision and he needs the whole truth and nothing but the truth to make a decision when, he, when the gavel comes down as to what's going to happen. 
How many people have made bad decisions because they've had bad advisors? See, you have to be connected to truth. And, and John 17 says, thy word is truth. It's, your, 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 it's you connecting your scripture to your head and heart that determines the success you have. Now, most people, I don't know how they do it, but they can do it. I used to do it when I was young, didn't know God. They want to do what they want to do, so they're an exception. And their life's a mess, but they never connect it to I'm thinking, I, I, I want to say, but can't you see that what's happening to you? <laughs> because you're defying the laws of God, you're getting the opposite of what the Word says because you're not bringing what you want under what He said. This is so fundamental, but I'm telling you, it's, it's rarely accomplished, so it needs to be preached, right? Oh, you didn't even say, man, I'm by myself. <laughs> Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Let's turn to John 3. Let's change the subject. No, I'm just... <laughs> turn to John chapter 3, verse 10, or 19, rather. And this is the condemnation. See, this is what will condemn you. It's not sinning. You don't go to hell for sinning. You go to hell for rejecting truth. I didn't license nobody to sin now. But repentance is like the anti-venom of the devil. If you get bit by a snake and you won't put any venom or anti-venom on it, you'll die. Repentance is the anti-venom for your life. If you hold on to sin, it, it'll eventually kill you in some way, shape, or form. That's why it's so important that you stand before God in forgiveness, not angry at people, and free because a slightest bit of unforgiveness, you know, God will tolerate it for a while until he gets to it because he can't fix everything in one day. But it'll be like a spot on your body that will expand into a cancer that will kill you if it's not dealt with. You with me? It's the truth. Anyway, and this is the condemnation, that light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. This is supposed to be us. Next, no, no, verse 21. This is, for everyone that does evil hates the light. Now you know why people who expose truth are the most hated people in the world. Because the devil can only work in darkness if he can keep the country and our life dark enough. He can operate. But when light comes, his deeds are exposed. It turns into the most hateful thing you've ever seen. You ever seen somebody get cornered who was trying to hide their wickedness? Okay. Neither comes to the light, lest his deeds should be removed. Now, this is how we're supposed to do it. But he that does truth. You notice it said truth, not perfect. It didn't say he did everything right. It just said he that does truth comes to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. A person who wants to be honest lays out their actions before their, whoever their accountability is and says, look at this and tell me what you think. Most people are afraid to do that so they stay bound in darkness because they never brought their deeds to the light to be examined so they can get out of where they are. So they just, because they're either proud or embarrassed or whatever their reason is, I don't know, there's probably a lot of reasons, 
They don't tell anybody anything. And I, have, I just don't think you can get by in this life without bringing it to the light. Whatever you hold in the dark, the devil is going to play in there. Now, this doesn't mean call your neighbor and all that. That's, they'll call your girlfriends and tell them. And they, they don't have spiritual authority that spiritual leadership has. It's, why would you go to somebody who has the same problem you have and expect a different result? A lateral movement. See, all the lateral stuff isn't submission. Submission is from the top down, right? So, amen. I'll say it. <laughs> There has to be a vertical. You can't get delivered from a demon, usually horizontally. That's, that's what, you, you know, he said that's how it works, right? If you could deliver yourself, you wouldn't need a pastor. We should all go home, watch TV, and do something else. But you need a spiritual authority in your life. Now, I didn't write this either. Okay? This is not me. This, is not, this isn't Joe. This is the scripture. You have to have somebody greater than you in your life. It's just necessary. I need somebody greater than me in my life. I get scared when I feel like I'm with too many equals. Because equals massage each other and make each other feel good. I need somebody that goads me to truth and pokes me like a poker to push me up. Instead of let me be satisfied comparing myself to my friends. Friends are okay, but they're not for your growth usually. Some of them can be, but as a rule. Anyway, uh, you have to have reference points to do life's journey. You know, I, like, I happen to like lighthouses. You know, if I go to the beach, I like to see those lighthouses. Now, you think about it. Before there was GPS, they had to have lighthouses to keep from wrecking those ships. Everybody needs reference points. And the Bible says, if, you, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If you have a portable set of landmarks, I call it, when you want to do what you want to do and you open your briefcase and you like to change the rules so you can get your way, and so you, you put yours everywhere you like them, and when you're done, you put them all in your suitcase and move on, you're in peril. Landmark, the foundations of the world were made by God period. We don't put our own landmarks. We cooperate with the ones that are already there. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. So our reference point for life is scripture. Always, every time, consistently, whether we like it or not. We're, I don't know, you know, we operate so far below who God is to challenge him is almost an insult, you know what I mean? I mean, he, he made the heavens and everything, and he, he knows how to build. Our, our life really should be one of submission and learning instead of trying to prove that we're right. Most people, when you pastor them, if they don't want pastored, they run away, stay away from you, and try to do good and have success so they could show you they were right, and they stay there for years. Being honest this morning. This is an honest morning here. Then they get all beat up, and then their pride gets involved, and they don't want to come back again because they're all beat up. And they're still trying to prove that they're right because they have insecurities and all that from their childhood or whatever. That's another teaching. Most of it, I think, is orphaned. 
being orphaned, not being taken care of, produces what I just told you. So they live in a place where there's no success rather than repent. You have to, you have to be able to repent. And who are you going to repent to? Your friends? If you've wronged your friends, you do. But if it's not your friends you wronged, you have to repent to, to something else, right? Somebody else. So your nav- navigational skills come from your ability to, to acknowledge the Word of God. Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosic, Pastor Rena Perosic, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.